Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to a count out podcast. Well, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death podcast. As you can see by the title, this is episode two of the Road to No Man's Land in conjunction with No Man's Land Wrestling. And of course, um, I am joined by someone who literally needs very little introduction, but I, as always, love giving my introductions. Uh, This man has a reputation that spans worldwide from the UK to the US to everywhere he has been. He has won titles numerous places he has been in numerous deathmatch tournaments a man who um currently right now holds one of the more prestigious titles in the uk deathmatch scene who is going to be coming back to the united states to take on none other than neil diamond cutter i am talking of course with the man himself clint margera which by the way i told him this before recording he is one of the most requested guests on your dose of death podcast and we finally get to make this happen today clint how you doing today man I'm good, man. I'm really good. I'm. I'm. It's nice to know that I'm uh, requested. That's. Uh, it's nice that people give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, it, it really is a testament to how much of an impact you've made. I mean, you've been everywhere and anywhere possible in your career, and um, of course, as I said, this is the road to no man's land, and you are in line for a huge match, a dream match that not many fans would have thought they would have seen on their um, calendar to see, of course, you're facing Neil Diamond Cutter. The two of you really have had very interesting trajectories to this match. Of course, right now, though, you also hold the TNT Deathmatch Championship. You are just coming off the heels of a, a really interesting weekend. That is the rise in ICW No Holds Barred weekend. Um, how are you feeling, by the way, heading into next month? I mean, March is coming right around the corner um i'm feeling pretty good to be honest uh, i'm still a little bit tired from last weekend uh it was a bit of a heavy one um but uh yeah i, I feel good um i feel uh i feel like i'm really looking forward to facing neil um someone that i've never fought before but like i said like towards the end of last year i want this year to be a year of first so uh i'm, I'm buzzing for it i can't wait yeah, it's a hell of a first. Um, to me, I mean, Neil, of course, his reputation precedes him. He is the original Prince of the Death match. 
which was one of the biggest deathmatch tournaments in the world at one point. Um, also, he's coming off a huge first, which breaking the internet with his match with Sakuda. Um, I want to get your first initial thoughts on Neil. Like, what what stands out to you about him? Um, he is willing to do some mad, mad shit. And I think we all got a, a real good uh, glimpse of that when uh, he wrestled Sakuda not too long ago. Um, but he's been going at it for years now. Um, he's just someone who I obviously think just loves deathmatch wrestling, like deathmatch wrestling, like the art of deathmatch wrestling. That's what I get from from watching Neil, and that's what I've got from watching him for for so long. And I only really met him. Uh, January last year, like for the first time when I came over for ICW. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just think I think he's one of the people out there, like I say, who just really, really loves everything about Deathmatch. He's de- uh, just all of it. Yeah, I mean, his reputation precedes him, and you really put it nicely that, I mean, he, he embodies Deathmatch wrestling, the art form of it. Um, what is it when you were given this match, I mean, what was it an easy yes to say to, to accept this match or like, was there any hesitation on your part? Or, I mean, this is, this is not an easy match to take. I mean, especially considering as I've been told, this is going to be the main event of a brand new promotion. And, um, and it's in a stipulation that both of you may not have a lot of familiarity with. Um, was there any hesitation to, take this match or no no not at all to be honest um i know exactly what i'm getting into um obviously the stipulation is a little bit vague at the moment but we've got to put some stuff on the map and we've got to put no man's land on the map so let's just go out and get it and i'm so excited to come back like i've been wanting to come back since january last year um and hopefully this is the start of some bigger things as well but yeah, I want to make sure that this show gets people talking about this company. I want to make sure that this match lives up to the hype that people have got in their mind. Uh, I want to make sure it lives up to the hype that I think me and Neil both share. We want the match to be something really special. So I can't wait. It's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty crazy, I reckon. Yeah, and I want to get to um, just your experience in the UK deathmatch scene as well, because I mean. Yes, like no man's land. It's it's a big thing is bringing an international talent like yourself who has had the miles and this is your first time back in the U.S. in more than a year. But um, what has it been like to see the U.K. deathmatch scene grow? Because in my opinion, the rise ICW weekend was really like the coming out party for the U.K. deathmatch scene. I've tried to put it over as many times as possible. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great people, but what was it like to have three straight sellout shows? in Leeds and they're being broadcasted around the world. It was, it was real heartwarming for me to have been doing this for so long. And, you know, I started this at a time where people really didn't care for this kind of style. That's how I felt. Um, when I started doing this over here, um, it was kind of looked down upon, um, probably still is by some people. But, you know, each to their own. Not everything's for everybody. But, um, yeah, I mean, to see it grow into what it's becoming now 
and to see everyone at places like Rise busting their ass to to make the UK deathmatch scene something really special. Uh, and you know, TNT as well. I've been repping that that guy, those guys for for so long now, and I've got the TNT Extreme Division Championship back again. Um, but yeah, uh, just to see all the talent that's coming out of it, Kumite as well. Yeah, uh, I've Kumite. got to give uh, a nod to them because uh, you know they're coming up and they've got some big stuff planned this year. But yeah, to see people really shine last weekend, um, people like BA Rose, who you know is just kind of like got into the, the the style of death matches but he really really shone last weekend and it was great to see him on such a a big a big uh, stage uh, for the whole weekend um yeah it was just really it was great to see like really heartwarming yeah that's awesome ba rose is the guy i definitely checked out um i first got eyes on it was when um i was given the copy of um the outlaw the deathmatch outlaws cup Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, of course, like I had already known you, I had already known Joe, but getting to know these other guys like Darko, Caden, BA, of course, Iceman is a legend on his own, which by the way, just going to say it now, keep an eye on that Jack Harrop and Iceman match. <laughs> that clip, yeah. that clip though, when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, you will never, you will never see that in the States. But God forbid, that was just something else. But I, I have seen some clips of the match. That it looks incredible. I cannot wait. The, <laughs> the reaction in that room when that happened, I hope it comes across on the on the footage, but it was, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, all the stuff I saw from that, that weekend was really cool to see. And I mean, especially, I know a lot of the guys in ICW just – they all said it was just a, such a great time. And they're already going back for games of death, mm-hmm. which is so huge. That's a huge tournament. That's probably like that and DOA are kind of neck and neck for the biggest turn death match tournament in the UK. I don't know about oh, you. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. But also just a little side note, of course, you're going to be on DOA defending your TNT belt against Alton Thorne. Um, someone who I, I've gotten to know a little bit while he's me and him have been talking, but um, what do you think of a guy like Alton Thorne? Um, you know what? He, he came into um, DOA last year as pretty much like a last minute on the day replacement. Okay. Um, someone dropped out and he was, I think he must have been called either very late the night before mm-hmm. or very early on the morning of. Um, and he came in and he was uh, one of my opponents in the tournament. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing stuff with Alton. I mean, he's got a really cool thing where he, he brings like nettles to Her nettles, like stinging nettles, like a oh, kind of like a yeah, okay. Now I got. I was like, what are nettles? Never heard of that before. So he brings like, and which is really cool because it's really original. Nobody else has done it before, and it's like I like kind of like when people when like when new people come into death matches and they bring something a little bit new and a little bit just them. And like something original, it's really cool because you can like do some like new stuff. You're like, okay, well, we can like, how are we going to use this new weapon and everything like that? So yeah, it was a lot of fun wrestling him, and he's been killing it at Kumite. Um, like every time that I've managed to to get over there and and do shows for them, uh, he's always kind of like stepped it up every show. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he uh what he brings in a couple of weeks because I think it's going to be uh it's going to be a sick one. And we've got a 
a lot of matches before us, but I want us to stand out as always. Um, I am curious from your opinion, since you have been here in the States and you've wrestled now both the United States style and the UK, what are some differences that you yourself see in the style that the UK does for death matches versus what the US does? I'm just curious. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really notice that many differences. Okay. To me, it's all just kind of like blurred into <laughs> one style now for me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really see much difference myself. Um, okay. I mean, the people that I've wrestled specifically, like, you know, they like to wrestle while they're doing death matches as well, which is something that I am, am big on and, I, and I'd like to see that in death matches. I mean, but yeah, I don't, I haven't really noticed that many differences. Hmm, okay. I mean, I think the one that I've noticed, and this was from the Rise Ice Eclipse, was the razor wire. Like, you don't see oh, that. Okay. You don't see that in the states. Like that is that's some dangerous stuff. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Like, um, yeah, that's like the one difference. And maybe like the stipulations maybe a bit different. Yeah. I, think, I mean, of course, the light tubes. It's it's gonna change. Yeah. There because you don't see many skinny tubes used in the U.S. And if you do, it's no. because someone it's because someone wants them. And of course, there's reasons to it. Of course, the Nick Gage. Yeah. It, that kind of spurred the. I, I don't want to say. It was an actual ban. It's just people didn't want to use them because after that, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to. No, I get it. But it's pretty ballsy to see elsewhere use skinny tubes. I will say, I think the other big difference is how fans are. The mm-hmm. fans in the UK, it is so cool. It's almost like a, it's almost like a soccer or football match. The chance, yeah. the, yeah. the energy is just something else. I mean, yeah, you get it here in the States, but like they're close. Like I see, mm-hmm. and I was like, it is incredibly close. How do you feel about the fans being that close to the action, especially at like Rise? Um, it's kind of scary because you've got to be very wary of where people are. And I mean, there was one point during my match with Brandon uh, where I kind of threw a chair onto the <laughs> canvas, but it kind of slid like nearly oh, underneath no. the chain. So thankfully no cameras got broken and, and no one got <laughs> no one got hurt and stuff but yeah you've just got to be very very wary but i remember uh wrestling at, at newark in january oh yeah like, newark yeah that crowd were so rowdy and like there was just glass flying everywhere yeah and all really cared and <laughs> yeah that, that, those icw crowds around. those icw crowds can be rowdy i can admit to yeah. that so um, I was just curious because I just see like, yeah, like the ICW crosser goes, but like the UK, it's like holy crap, like another mm. level. Like the Outlaw yeah. Cup was really evident that I was like, this yeah. is like some like punk rock like mosh pit vibes here. I love <laughs> it. Um, so, um, it is your first time going to be at the H two O Center. Um, I'm guessing you've probably watched a few shows that have been there. Mm-hmm. Um. What what does it mean for you to be able to make the trip to Williamstown and do a show at the HO Center finally? Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um I've been to the venue before. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the night before I did Tournament of Death, uh okay. I went to the H2O show. Um so I've been in the venue. Um 
but yeah, I'm really looking forward to wrestling there. And uh, it's a bit of a special moment for me as well, because uh, obviously, you know, you've got the big Danny Havoc uh, banner. Um, yeah. So um, it's going to be a bit emotional, I think, uh, wrestling underneath that banner. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm just looking forward to seeing Tremont again and yeah. uh, just being in that, that wrestling center. It's, I think it's going to be sick. Yeah, it's only going to be my second time there, of course. Um, I went, it's already been a while since I went, but it's just, it's such a cool special venue. I think it's it's almost like one of those like bucket list venues for like indie deathmatch fans. So <clears> it's <throat> another one, but yeah, I mean, um, it, again, this has been really awesome to have you on and just pick your mind in the world of deathmatch. I mean, how long have you been doing deathmatches to this day? Um, let's see. My my first one, my first proper one that I think was 2011, 2010, 2011. Okay. So since then, basically, yeah. So, um, I gotta ask, like, going back to those first few death matches, um, what was it like, like, the first time death, like, for you doing it, like, your first time? What was, like, your initial thoughts doing it? Um, I was pretty nervous. It was just um, it was just a barbed wire one. As okay. Far as, as far as I remember, we just had a couple of barbed wire boards. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the first thing. I was obviously definitely nervous. Um, but uh, afterwards, like the adrenaline was just too much. So it was just a case of right, okay, I've done that now. Let's see what I can do next, <laughs> and then let's see what I can do after that, and then after that, and then that's just pretty much. <laughs> pretty much well, how it went yeah i mean I, i'm always interested i mean you again as you said in 2010 i mean it's literally been more than a decade plus mm. at this moment and i mean you've had some incredible matches through the years i mean the ones that stand out to me of course the alex cologne matches those are always really fun to watch um of course um when you were making like your gcw um tnt debut you joe mm-hmm. jimmy and murdoch um i gotta ask who are some of your favorite guys you wrestled throughout the years um ricky shane page um alex cologne um big joe like every time that i've wrestled joe it's always just been something quite special happening um so as many more times as we can do that mm-hmm. then <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, who else? Uh, man, Drew Parker. We've had a couple. Yeah, came off the scaffold with Drew uh, at the first Death House. Um, man, I was. I, I'm gonna stop you there. Um, how do you feel about Drew deciding to finally say he's done with death matches after next month? What's your thoughts on it? I think when you look at how much he's managed to do in such a short space of time, um, then he's still super young. He's still got loads of time to do tons of other stuff in wrestling. And if he feels like he's at the point where it's either a case of it's too much for him now, or he just doesn't want to deal with the injuries or the, the constant injuries or if he just thinks, you know what, I've done everything that I can I set out to do. And for now, there's nothing nothing left for him to do, then 
that's cool, man. Like, like I say, he's done so much uh, in such a short space of time, and he's faced some of the people that I would love to face. Like <laughs> people like Takeda and Junkasai. I've never wrestled either of those guys, and I would kill a man to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to wrestle those people uh, figuratively, not literally. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like so, all the more power to him, and I'm excited to see what he does going forward because he can wrestle, and that's what I mean. Like he's a deathmatch wrestler. He's got that hybrid style. He's got the, he's a bit of a junior heavyweight, has been before he started doing deathmatches. Um, so he's a bit of a high flyer, and he's got some technical style to him as well. So he can do it all. So I'm pretty sure that whatever door opens, he will walk straight through. Yeah, I mean it. When I initially looked at it, um, I was like, he has done so much in such little time. Like, it's insane. And I was like, literally, if he's, if this is really it, l- let it be it. I mean, to come out of, as close to the top as he possibly can be. I mean, he willed his way to Japan. He lived there. He breathed the culture. He learned full-fledged Japanese to cut promos. He put in so much work in literally four or five years. And it is remarkable to see how well he's done. And I mean, again, like th- this is about as good of a modern day run as like a sick Nick Mondo kind of run. Mm-hmm. That's what I compared it to. And I think yeah. it's really awesome. It's, it's curious. I mean, you wrestled him. I mean, now you see like he's, he's been making a killing in Japan. It's really cool to see um, the people that you wrestle grow into these absolute superstars and I'm, I'm glad he is taking the time away because i mean it can be a lot and the matches mm-hmm. he's done in japan are have been stellar to say the least so i'm glad he's taking the time to let his body heal and do other stuff so i'm glad yeah, you yeah. mentioned that yeah uh, um so i want to ask i mean it's of course no man's came up on your calendar of course you had already were planning to come back to the states for wrestlemania weekend um mm-hmm. What else do you have on your agenda for 2023? What else do you have in store? Um, so uh, the night after No Man's Land, I'll be in Boston, yes. ICW. Um, finally getting that match with Tommy Vendetta, which I'm really looking forward to. This is a match that I've been wanting for a while now. Um, when I first saw him start popping up uh, on the ICW shows, I just put out a tweet saying, you know, I think this, this guy is pretty decent i think i'd like to have a pretty good match with him um so it just kind of snowballed from there and i'm glad we're finally being able to do yeah it. i've never been to boston before as well so i'm looking forward to which is a good time to go to boston time. just gonna say good yeah. time for st patrick's <laughs> weekend as well yeah it's gonna be absolutely rammed <laughs> this is gonna be a wild one but um i was more curious though like who else do you want to face oh. in 2023 because i mean you said this is a year of first i mean the the platform is yours for mm. whoever you want to face and whoever you want to call out here. Um, well, I have I was meant to wrestle Murdoch in December of last year, but travel issues stopped that from happening. So desperately want to wrestle Murdoch. Um, Casey Kirk, Joel Bateman, Joel, one of my best friends, love that man. Yeah, York from Deathmatch Down. Yeah, well. York. Okay. Um, who else? Who else have we got? There's so many good people. Um, 
It's one of those things where, like, you, you ask me and I've got a list, but <laughs> and then when I'm trying to think of the people, but there's so many people. There, there um, are. There's definitely a lot of people. But that's a that's a good, decent list. Um, Joel and York would be really good. York is a ballsy one. I met York at the pleasure meeting last year when he came to the States. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's got that really surprising heavyweight style, but it fits so well in death matches. And, of course, Joel... Yeah. Joel is literally one of the aces of Australian deathmatch wrestling. I think the two of you Absolutely. would really have a hell of a match. And literally, he's been a day one supporter of this podcast, so I owe him the absolute world. Um, Casey would be an interesting one. I, I am curious like how you feel about intergender death matches. I mean, of course, I have you had any intergender death matches before? Uh yeah, I've had um I had one with Session Moth. Okay, Session Moth, okay. okay. Yeah. Another one who I I saw really showed up during the weekend. Another yeah, one. absolutely. Yeah, she's been killing it recently. Man, I've known Martina for years. I never thought Ooh. she'd be doing death matches. When I first saw she was doing death matches, I was like, wait, she's doing death matches? So <laughs> awesome to see Session Moth in the mix, too. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about intergender death matches in general? Just I'm curious. Um, to me, it's just it's just wrestling. There's no... I just I don't see it as as intergender. Okay. Technically, uh, to me, it's just it's just a death match. It's just two people who love doing this particular style, and two people who just want to push themselves and each other to see how far they can go with it. Um, and yeah, to me, it's it's just wrestling. That's all okay. it is. I'm I'm glad you have that approach. I wish more people had that approach. I mean, of course, the one I think of when you mentioned it, I was thinking immediately of Charlie Evans. Yeah. You said that because literally she is the queen of breaking barriers in the genre and has been the same, literally the same approach that you have. So mm-hmm. I appreciate them more coming around to that kind of approach. Yeah. Um. So going back to No Man's, I mean, of course, you're wrestling, Neil, but who are some other people that you're really excited to see on this show as? The show has been fully announced. Uh, I'm really excited to see what Callan's going to do because um, this is his first first American first, first first American match. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's never been in the states before, which is crazy. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what he gets up to. Um, Him and Satu is going to be a good one. Him and Satu is going to be a really yeah. Good and is was it Hoodfoot and Tremont? versus Casey and Randy West Randy West yeah I'm hoping Randy West I know she had to take a bit of a few weeks off because of an injury I think she should be good for no man's yeah I think that one's gonna uh I think that one's gonna go all over the building to be honest um yeah I mean it's it's a stacked card it's a huge card um yeah there's just so many opportunities for people to like really put a stamp on this uh this new company so I'm excited to see what happens. So I'm always curious, just from a wrestler standpoint, when a new company approaches you about Mimo. So like, of course, like we have like the rises, we have the Kumites of the world, but like when a new company, like no man's, it's their very first show. Um, what goes through your mind when it comes to a new company? They're like, Hey, we want to have you on. Like, is, is this an, is it exciting for you? Or is it like a nervous feeling? Like, Oh, I want to make sure I do good here um 
It's a little bit of both, I suppose. It's always nice when someone thinks of you um, and, and comes to you and says, oh, you know, especially when it's a brand new place and, like, you know, they're trying to think of who can we put on this show that's going to, you know, potentially get some a good amount of eyes on us and stuff. So it's always nice when people think about you and think, oh, well, we'll ask Clint because he's done X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it's um, it was really nice. And, like I say... I want to make sure that this match gets remembered and I want to make sure that people are like, okay, this place isn't fucking around. Like they're dead serious on what they want to do. And I want to make sure that I always have a good match. And that's the one thing that I always want to walk out of. If uh, of my matches, I just want to know in my heart of hearts that I had a good match. Okay. That's that's awesome to hear. I mean, yeah, no man's the new company. New start, all that. And I mean, as you said before, it's an absolutely stacked card with some great people from not just around the, the States, but around the world. So um, it's really awesome that when we're reaching out to people like yourself, like Callan, who are putting, first of all, making statements everywhere they go. And so it's going to, it's really going to be cool to see it all come together. Of course, March 17th, make sure you guys hit up for tickets Front row is literally sold out, so you want to be close to the action as best as you can. But if you can't make, if if you <laughs> if you want to, if you're not gonna be able to make it, watch it on IWTV. It'll be live that night. So um, again, this has been an absolute honor to have you on, Clint. I mean, a man of your reputation, literally a world trendsetter as always. Um, one last thing I want to talk about because I think me and you have this in common, but mm-hmm. our taste in music are pretty <laughs> top notch i gotta ask i mean who who are your bands you're listening to right now i know you're a big use fan we've had this conversation before yeah but who else are they you are my to? they are my absolute all-time number one favorite band ever like i would die for the used <laughs> um God, who am I listening to? I'm gonna have to again. There's so many. I'm gonna have to pull up my Spotify and yeah, see of course. But I, I was like, we have to have this conversation. We're both emails at heart, so yeah. Um, um there's a band called Gel. They're okay. really cool. They're like a hardcore punk band. Okay. Um, oh my God, there's just so many. Uh, Wreckage. They're like another Wreckage. hardcore band. I've got really into like. Um, I went to a festival uh, last year uh, okay. called Outbreak, and it was okay. a lot of like hardcore uh, punk okay. bands and stuff. So I've really got into a lot of a lot of them at the moment. Uh, Regulate, they're from, uh, from New York. They're pretty okay. sick. Okay, um, but yeah, on you know Hawthorne Heights are playing in Philly the night that I land, and I've got a ticket for that. So okay. Gonna see, I'm gonna go and see Hawthorne Heights the night That's, that I get there. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to hit you up on that one. We're gonna have a conversation after this. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm more I'm more metalcore these days. Yeah. Like I prevails my favorite band in the world right now. Shout out to anyone okay. who listens to them. Um, trying to think what else. I also really got into Sleep Token just recently. Yeah, yeah they're huge at the moment. Uh, well. It's like their Spotify blew up, but yeah, if anyone here hasn't listened to Sleep Token, get on that hype train now because <laughs> it's leaving real quick. It is leaving real yeah. quick. So, but um, again, Clint, thank you for coming on. This has been That's an cool. absolutely incredible experience. Um, but to end it, I always like giving my guests the the time to plug anything they have going on. Of course, 
the floor is yours, my friend. Go ahead and plug away whatever you got going on, Clint. Um, yeah, so you can hit me up on Twitter uh, at Clint Margera. Um, you can message me on Instagram or whatever at Clint DMW. Um, at the moment, I've got some ICW Rise trading cards that I'm signing. Um, so you can hit me up if you want one of those. And I've got the terracotta yes. Taipei wraps from uh, my match with Eric Ryan. Um, so if someone wants to make an offer on those, they're bloody, I'll sign them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's it, really. <laughs> and then, yeah, just just keep supporting me. And I appreciate everyone who uh, who says nice things and reaches out and, and appreciates everything that all the deathmatch wrestlers do all over the world, because it's not easy. Um, but we love doing this shit. So if you support it, then you're all good with us. Well, that is an awesome way to cap this off. It has been a fantastic conversation with the one, the only Clint Margera. Of course, this is on the road to no man's land. Be sure to check out the show March 17th. Clint going to be main eventing against Neil Diamond Cutter. Real big match. So keep your eyes peeled on that one. But of course, thank you for listening to this episode of Your Dose of Death podcast with yours truly, Lauren, and have a good rest of your day, guys. This has been a Countout Podcast. So, Curtis. Yeah, man. Countout said we've got to do an ad. I've never done one before. Uh-oh. What should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I, like, I ever made an ad before. What, what, what are we doing an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips like here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there, too. <laughs> uh, I, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. We'll see. Heard that here, Michael Richards calling Jay White small compared to him. (laughs) Here, I love it. This picture you've painted for me, I I want to hang it up. I want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom. Yeah, we don't have a WWE tryout or a New Japan tryout every second week, and now I'm in Bullet Club. And here, Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega. Do you want to just go off about this match? How do you? take or talk about one of i think probably the best matches you've ever seen that's an ad right yeah yeah that works that that that's that's brilliant because then all our work's already been done for us and we don't have to do anything aha past us did it present us living in the now look at us look, look at, at us being friggin' brilliant right. minimum effort maximum output okada shorts podcast check it out on the count out network at okada shorts rate and subscribe listen or die Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.